Okay, this week we're going to continue talking about the Champion League match day two. If you're if you're a soccer fan, you honestly have not been disappointed this season so far. Okay? Anyway, let's just get into it. The first game we're going to talk about is the big shock. Big shock on Tuesday with Real Madrid and Sheriff. People have been criticizing Real Madrid for this game simply because they lost to a team who just got into the Champion League. But if you look at the statistics of the game, it has a completely different story. Shots... Just shots, okay? Real Madrid had 31 shots compared to Sheriff United, 4 shots. Shots on target, 11 to 3. Uh, possession, 76 to 24. Passes, 705 to 237. Okay? I mean, it was just... The whole game was one-sided. I think this is just one of those games where... Real Madrid just couldn't take their chances. Because, dude, 31 shots. 31 shots. And Sheriff United only took four shots. Out of those four shots, they had three on target. And they scored two of those. Okay? So, what we learned is this week of the Champion League, it was just more about who can take their chances, who can be the most clutch. And that that was it. it the Real Madrid just didn't take their chances or, you know, and Sheffield United, the chances they got, they took them. Even if it wasn't there, they created them. So, congratulations to them. It was a great game. But it doesn't change that much story for uh, Real Madrid. Uh, Madrid came back. Cruz came back. You know, they look a lot more comfortable in the midfield. And I like the fact that this kid that they bought, he's still... He's, I mean, I, I can't say anything negative. The dude is matured very quickly. And he's... Doing pretty great. Hazard is still trying to get back to his zone. Rodriguez, one of the runs he had on the side where he crossed that ball to, to Jovic. Uh, but I feel so bad for this dude. Like, he has still... He still hasn't gotten to his strides yet. You know, he they offloaded him to his old club. And he was fine. He came back. Same situation. Maybe he... Maybe, maybe La Liga is just not for him, man. You know? Maybe he should accept that and go back to Bundesliga. That's... That's... That's probably best for everybody. Even Vinicius, we saw like the old version of him where he can create all those chances but misses it. Even the only goal they got was from a penalty. That should tell you enough right there. But again, I'm still not worried. I mean, even if you're a Madrid fan, you shouldn't be worried. This, I think this is just a fluke. But congratulations to Sheriff because their goalkeeper was outstanding. This dude was playing the game of his life. So good for him. But the big game of the day was the Manchester City and PSG game. So let me set the stage, okay? So Manchester City is playing the Premier League and they're arguably the best team in the Premier League and especially after this weekend against the Champion League winners from last season, Chelsea. Chelsea from last year after Lampard got sacked and they got Tuchel, they've been outstanding. Like he just transformed the whole team. They were Their pressing was probably the best pressing in the Premier League and the best pressing in football, really. And that was kind of one of the biggest success uh, of their Champion League. But this weekend they played and Manchester City was just bossing them. Manchester City controlled the whole game. Felt like Pop Guardiola was pretty a little butthurt about the fact that all Premier League fans or Premier League uh, journalists, could whatever, commentary people all decided that, you know, Tuchel is better coach than Pep Guardiola. And rightfully so because... Tuchel was basically beating every time he faced Pep last year. And I think Pep, like any good coach does, I think he stepped back 
and really analyze the holes he had and how he can beat them. There's like a little video on YouTube where he talks about the success of Chelsea, like why they're as good as they are and why they won the Champions League. He talks about their pressing. So this weekend, he showed that like, yo, I am more superior. Like if Tuchel invented pressing, Pepe Guardiola took to another level, like just cleaned it out. They had no break. Lukaku had no space. Uh, I mean, he was holding the balls in that game, but nevertheless, he didn't have to, he, he had no time to turn because they were just on him. After this game, it kind of showed the superiority of Manchester City. Like, you know, there was no competition. So coming in this game, everybody's like, Manchester City. Like, most of the bookies had Manchester City winning this. But on the other side is PSG. And this week, they won their game, but they won their game not convincingly. They just have not been very convincing team. They have great individual players, but as a team, there, was just been in, there hasn't been any chemistry or anything like that. So this weekend, they played. You can even tell that Mbappe and and Neymar were like getting in each other's way. It just wasn't clean. Like other players, Kenna Gaze, he was like the hero of really the last two games they played. And same with Hakimi. You know, they have such a individual talent that there's always someone to bail them out. But there still just haven't been that connection. So coming into this game, people were very unsure about how they were going to perform. And, at the, and also, Lionel Messi was just coming back to this game because he was out on the weekend game as well with an injury. So And Verratti was also coming back from an injury. So you got Messi and Verratti coming back. So this is what the lineup looked like for PSG. So the only two people they changed from the weekend's game was Verratti and Lionel Messi. So they were the only two that were in. So the lineup looked like, you know, the front three, Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar. And I like the way they line up, like put Mbappe in the middle and then you got... Neymar and Messi being in both flank. Great strategy. And the midfield, you got Herrera, Herrera and, and Gaze who are like both both scoring goals and both of them can work their butt off. And then you got Verratti who can just control the game. And that's something he did. I mean, this there's a lot of talk about, you know, Lionel Messi goal. The, 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 this, this guy was the guy. Verratti was the main guy in this game. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Manchester City, what their lineup, who they changed was, instead of starting Jesus, they started Mares. So that was actually the only difference, I believe. Yeah, that was the only difference. And De Bruyne is back, no injury. Dude is ready to go. So really, if you if you if you were looking at this game, you would say easily, you know, Manchester City would win. But when you have Lionel Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar in front of you, you you don't know. I feel like. PSG was still going to win, but I really wasn't sure. And the, another another story in the game is that Lionel Messi hasn't scored a goal since he got to Paris. I'll say that. He hasn't played consistent full games because he's like either hurt or just not fit to play yet. So he's finally getting in his groove. People were wondering, like, is this going to be the today? Like, today is going to be the day where he scores against a team that he scored more than anybody else, okay? For people who talk a lot about Lionel Messi... They can't consider him being the best in the history because he hasn't done it in the Premier League. Some foolish stuff like that. And one thing to consider is nobody has scored more goals against Manchester City than Lionel Messi. Okay? In the Champions League. Nobody has played. Harry Kane has not scored more goals than Lionel Messi, the top like the top big six of the Premier League. I believe Lionel Messi never played in the Premier League. So if he's, he's scoring this many goals on the best six teams in that league. What, you want him to play Leeds United or something like that? Play Southampton? Come on, man. 
But anyway, so everybody was very excited to see, and Pup Garialda is his old coach. So it was kind of just a moment. So anyway, the game starts, and PSG are looking fine. They're looking fine, and they immediately get a goal. And boom, you're just like, oh shit, you know, the atmosphere immediately just changes. And credit to Manchester City, because they didn't back down. Like, after that goal, maybe five minutes, PSG just couldn't get their groove going. There just wasn't much of a connection. Lionel Messi wasn't having the best game of his life. They were, they just weren't clean. Like, they're just not there yet. But Verratti, give it all credit, the guy just looks so comfortable with the ball. He was getting the balls back. He was doing the one job that, like, PSG was really missing. Connecting the mid to the front. Even the Messi goal, which was outstanding, okay, was the same thing. It's just a connection that they do. So, credit to him. So, the first half after PSG scored that goal, for the first 10 minutes after the goal, they looked like they could score two or three more goals. They have individual talent, but it just, they want to connect. The Messi pass from Mbappe in the inside the box that Messi missed. He should have missed that. That should have been a goal. But again, it's just, the feeling is just not there. But one thing is for sure is there, PSG has the talent and experience too. Experience, obviously, for me, it's always number one. Most of the players in PSG were defending. Like Neymar and Messi were not defending for trash, okay? Sometimes they came back. Even one time, Neymar came back to save uh, one of Mahrez's brilliant run. But other than that, they weren't really defending. But when you have... Everybody else, they'll like understand the mission. They're like, yeah, we understand that we have to do extra because these guys, we're not going to do it. And we're okay with that because the outcome is if the other team just makes one mistake, we can boot out to Neymar, Mbappe, or Messi, and one of them is going to score. It's literally that simple. And that's what it was in this game. So Manchester City was constantly attacking from the wings. Uh, Mares had more, obviously, opportunities than Greenwich because... He was getting pocketed by Hakimi all day. Like, he wasn't even getting close. Hakimi was, like, literally on him. No close. And the other side, you had Mares and Newman Mendes, who still knew, but he was fine. He was great. He was he was making sure Mares didn't cut in, and that was good. But Mares was crossing the whole time. Even De Bruyne would come and then easily make the run for him. I think uh, Mendes was just making sure that he doesn't run through it, and he was trying to stay... You know, his ground. Like, he was trying to hold his ground. But I think Hakimi did a little better because Hakimi went and pressured him to make to make a move and then anticipate that move and then, you know, take the ball. What any great defender would do. He still knew he was still getting to his strides and he still had an outstanding game. Like, Myers couldn't come in from the inside. So that's still a win in my book. Manchester City had that chance with uh, Bruno Fernandes when Sterling hits that header. But Bruno Fernandes looked like he was on upside. So it, would it really matter? Either way, he missed, he choked, and that's also, I think, the other element of this game is Manchester City kind of just choked. After the, the first goal was scored, to them, they kinda, that kind of really was a dagger to the heart, I feel, because the crowd, they weren't home, they were away. The crowd was just, they were loud as heck to the point that I think Manchester City players just kind of, the pressure got to them. I'm going to say that, the pressure got to them. They just don't have enough winners in their team to sustain the talent that PSG had. And another thing is like, this is PSG at their worst. Maybe not at their worst, but this is not PSG at their best. Let's just say that. They still haven't lost a game this season. And uh, Sergio Rumbus is not even back yet and not back. Like, it's going to be crazy. So I can't just imagine what 
PSG at their best look like if this is them still putting the pieces together. And the other side, you look at Manchester City, this was the best Manchester City had. They're, this was honestly one of their best games. They were amazing. But they just couldn't score. And they couldn't break. I just don't think they have that gear where that clutch level. Like, you know what I mean? Neymar's a clutch player. Mbappe is a clutch player. Messi is a clutch player. Verratti is a clutch player. Domorono is a clutch player because these guys have won tournaments. They know what it's like to be a clutch player. Grealish, does Grealish really know how to be a clutch player? Does Sterling really know how to be a clutch player? Does Mares? I mean, I can go on, okay? De Bruyne, does De Bruyne know how to be a clutch player? Come on, come on. These are the, I'm, not, I'm not questioning their talent. I'm just questioning their desire. That's, that's what I'm questioning. They had like 18 shots, okay? And they still couldn't score. And that might kind of seem like, oh man, that's a lot of chances, whatever. Possession was 45 uh, PSG to 55 to Manchester City. What, they had like 5% more? Who cares? The passing even is, it wasn't even that outrageous. It's some, they were holding the ball more. But again, seven shots on target to PSG, three shots on target. And they scored two of those shots. Clutch, guys. Clutch is very important. So what 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 are what are the takeaways after this game? I say PSG. I say people should be scared if this is what PSG look like when they're putting the pieces together. Because I don't know what they're gonna look like when they're full. Okay. And another thing we find out that Manchester City is just not ready. They're just not our European champions. They might be a Premier League champions. You know. You know. But, Pep could be the guy in the Premier League, but in the Champion League, it's just my man. He just can't do it. I think I think the only solution to their problem is kidnapping Harry Kane. I'm serious. Just kidnap the guy, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. He'll be okay with it. Okay. The game after that is the Porto and Liverpool game, and this game was not much to say other than what a terrible goalkeeper Costa was. The guy was terrible. I mean, the first two goals were simply his fault. And yeah, after those two goals, the game was kind of done. Liverpool is not the team to just let have chances like that. Mohamed Salah is looking best. And Mane is looking the best. And yeah, I mean, it's a, they're, they're fine. They're fine. There's not really much to say in this game. We I assumed that Porta was going to lose, but I didn't assume they were going to lose this bad. It looked terrible. But that's that's it. There's not really much I can say in that game. Liverpool is looking cleaner and cleaner every time they play. I really think they can win the Champion League. Okay, maybe that's a little bit too far. I think they can win the Premier League. The Premier League is up for grabs, and I think they can get it. The Champion League is just a different beast, man. It's just a different type of animal. But they could still do it. They have done it, and they could do it. They have better chance than Manchester City, honestly. The next game is Chelsea and Juventus. So this game was very interesting because Juve didn't have Dipala and they didn't have Morata. Think of whatever you want with Morata and you know how I think about Morata. But Dipala is the Dipala is their main guy. And they weren't playing, but they're like their starters and they didn't have them. And instead of uh Morata they had Bernardeschi replace him. And Bernardeschi was phenomenal. Like I'm I feel bad for him that he didn't get to score a goal, but he was very, very creative. 
But anyway, in this game, you know, Chelsea's manager, Tuchel, he needs to start doing his homework. It seems like he has not been doing his homework. This is the second loss for Chelsea, and people are expecting them to win the Premier League and win the Champions League again because they just bought Lukaku, arguably one of the best strikers right now. So for Lukaku, you know, he didn't do much. And the other side, you have Juventus, who they're struggling even harder. You know, they just lost Ronaldo. A guy who's scoring 30 goals a season for them. So they have, they're looking for ways to replace those goals. And they just haven't been getting to the footing yet. You know, they have not gotten to the ball rolling. They've been losing games. They're not even top four yet, I believe, in, the, in Serie A. So seeing that like, they didn't have Dipala, who's a big player for them, and Morata, who's, who's basically the guy who should be supposed to score all these goals. And they weren't playing. So I just assumed that Chelsea was going to win this. We're going to get their Camojos together and win it. But they did it. They lost again. And they lost pretty comfortably. Um, even though they had no possession of the ball. They had like 26% of the ball. Okay. Chelsea passed, Chelsea passed 771. Juve only passed 287. Shots. They took 16 shots. Juve took 6 shots. But shots on target, 1 to 1. So this is one of those games where statistics are not even... The, all the ball they had, they did nothing with it. They created nothing. They have. He literally packed a bunch of midfields in the middle. He assumed they would create something or just give chances to Lukaku. But Lukaku himself was having an off night. He had that one chance at the end and... He hit the ground like he didn't make the goal so they lost and just more question for Tuchel like where do they go from here okay the next game is Barcelona and Benfica and you know it seems like the the downfall hasn't ended yet because this is just another low for Barcelona but really remember there's report came out the saying that the cap for the salary for the club is going to be like 90 91 million dollars yeah yeah you heard that right 90 91 million dollars that's the cap and if you compare that to their rivals like with Madrid, their cap is almost 800 million dollars they compare their wage bill to wolves in the premier league so anyway so that's basically that's what we got the performance we got in the champion league was a team whose wage bill it's not more than $100 million. The lineup itself should tell you that, really. You got Depay up front. You got uh, Dujoin up front. You got Dest. You got Sergio Roberto. And you got and you got Eric Garcias. That's what you got, man. Yeah, so anyway, so Barcelona had a great game this weekend. And everybody was like, oh man, you know, maybe we were wrong. You know, Ansu Fati came back. He had that great goal. Depay was great. They controlled very well. You know, they looked very comfortable this weekend. So coming into this game, coming this game, nobody thought that they were just going to lose 3 to nothing at home. They know the hardship that Barcelona is going through and they all want to make a statement and just bullying, bullying them. At this point, it's bullying, man. They come here and they all are like, okay, I think we're going to take a turn. You know, Bayern did this. Now we're going to do this. Like, what? what is next? You know, what is next? It's, it's just crazy. It was a terrible game. Schustegen should go, basically go to Bayern. It's over, bro. You need to just go Bayern. It's going to be a while for this team to be fixed. 
Like, they got the goal in two minutes in the game. Like, two minutes in the game, the dude just cut desk and then score the goal. So after they score the goal, you know, they're all kind of woke up. It seemed like they were getting their shit together. Uh, Frank DeJoin is creating all these chances. Like, there was one where he should have scored. He should have just immediately scored, but he decided to pass to the other uh, DeJoin. And the dude misses it because he is trash. He's just trash. And then another one, he did the same thing. He's header to the other DeJoin. Again, he misses. Why? Because he's trash. Trash. So anyway, yeah. So the, after after uh, Busquez and Pedri left at the second half, it was over. And then Eric Garcia does the best thing Eric Garcia can do. Gets a red card. And just to top it off, just to top it off, the football gods were like, Let's, let's put a handball in there. So Des gets a handball, and it was a clear handball, and they get a penalty. They score three to nothing. Game is over. The last game is a rematch from the Europa final from last year, Manchester United and VRL. So what is the difference between these two teams? Well, one is the richest, the richest club in the Premier League, and arguably the top four of the Premier League and VRL who is a mid team in La Liga. So anyway, coming to this game, Manchester United was expected to win. There was no excuse because their last previous two games, they lost. They lost to opponents that they should have beat as well. This was like a this was like a must win. If they would have lost this game, it would be three games in a row losing. So that's not gonna be pretty. And it's kind of turning into basically like Juve for Ronaldo because he's having a great time. I mean, he's I think he scored like a goal every game he played. So obviously he's not the problem, but this seems to be turning into like Juve where they just buy one player and they're assuming he's going to fix the whole problem. Uh, and Ali, dude, everybody. I mean, everybody is like, this guy is just not the manager this team needs. They're saying like his level of managing is just not to par of the club that he's at, which I agree completely. VRL, the first half of this game, VRL had control, okay? It was it was nuts. It looked like they were playing at home. So shots for the game is 15 to 14. Manchester United have 14 shots. Shots on target, about equal. Uh, position, pretty much about equal. Uh, everything, statistically, everything looks equal. But if you're watching the game, the amount of chances, those 15 shots that uh, VRL took, if you would have watched those, it was ridiculous. Denjuma, what the heck? How did it, that guy should have had a hat trick in the first half. And so as the game is going, VRL has full control of it. And then second half starts and there's, it kind of goes back to the same situation. Alpaco scores a goal finally too. And he also had like a bunch of misses the first half. So he scores a goal. The game looked like the way it should be. Like you know what I mean, like VRL should be winning because they they control the whole game. So they score the goal. The game is looks like it's leveling it up. It looks like Manchester United is like just trying to get a tie at this point. And VRL is like we're fine where we're at. They took Alpaco out right when he scored. Like three maybe ten minutes after he scored, they took him out. And I'm like, what? These guys are not trying to win. It just didn't seem like they were trying to win. Manchester United gets a great goal from a free kick from uh, Bruno Fernandes to, I don't know, the other dude. The, one of the left backs, one of their new left backs. 
He gets a clean hit. The ball's back in the net. It's 1-1. Now, the game is kind of leveling it up again. And, you know, it was just like, who, who, can, who can make the second goal? And again, Villarreal constantly getting the chance. There's just nobody there to finish it for him. To finish it for them. It seemed like they were missing their number seven. And again, these these are the weeks. You know, Manchester, United, Manchester City had the same problem with PSG. They just didn't have a guy to finish it off. And the same thing happened with here, VRL. They just have nobody to finish it off. There was no reason this game should be 2-1. to one. Towards Manchester United. Ronaldo did what Ronaldo does. Saves Ali's ass again. And yeah, that's it. So tomorrow they play Everton. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's it. I'll see you next week.